Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. I've never before wanted to get a movie out of the way as much as I, I did for this one. <laughs> um, all right, we're talking about the Grandmaster today, not the Grandmasters, which is the original title. Um, and today's our first uh, user or listener requests um, uh, submission. Uh, it's a Colonel U or Cole U. I recommend this on Instagram, uh, and this was actually on our queue for for a little later in the year but i guess we're doing this early and uh it's just me and mark uh, me and zero today mark's not here um although i wish mark was here because then he could finally finish telling me about his new apartment <laughs> <laughs> because as we were watching this uh, movie together uh, that's all i wanted to know so i could escape the torture that was this movie so i'm guessing uh, you weren't a fan of the grandmaster <laughs> uh zero all yes. right so now you're on the wong uh wong har wai uh movie binge uh, mm-hmm. what do you think of the grandmaster yeah, i already stated my opinion right much. uh i mean we're kind of getting all over the place here but uh yeah mm-hmm. not a fan <laughs> not really a fan <laughs> of this movie um i mean we're watching this because you know uh there's some fight scenes in it it's about the famous ip man and Naturally, uh, there would be some Wing Chun in this movie, along with some other uh, forms of martial arts. And uh, I don't think Wong Kar Wai, the director, should be shooting a martial arts movie. Like uh, <laughs> the stuff he's most famous for, uh, which I which I have only seen a few, is um, In the Mood for Love and uh, Chunking Express. And uh, I really like In the Mood for Love a lot. That is yeah, a everyone really really great romance film. Uh, the cinematography is beautiful, and it yeah. perfectly fits uh, the scenario and the story of the movie. You have these really, really close, uh, claustrophobic shots, voyeuristic shots of the main characters, and it's it's consistent throughout the whole movie. Like you feel you're trapped in these small spaces with the characters, and it makes perfect sense. Yep. In the Grand Master, while it uh, Wong Kar Wai did use a different uh, cinematographer. I feel like he was trying to ape off of that movie because yep. in this film, The Grandmaster, you also get these really, really close claustrophobic shots where everything is close up or chest high up, and that doesn't work for a martial arts film. Like you, you can make it work, but they they couldn't make it work here. It is <laughs> so hard to see or understand some of the fights sometimes because you're just getting. Uh, the moves from chest up a lot Mm -hmm. and it's just visually visually it's eating up the screen like all these movements and all this space and it's just hard to take in a lot of the visuals a lot and that that was most that was what was most disappointing about the fights for me Mm -hmm. the the movie as a whole i just i i I did not like the story um oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess we are all over the place with this one. Just like the fucking movie, 
<laughs> don't don't you agree? It, it, it's kind of all over the place, and I, I I kind of this is the first episode where I feel like I really have to just well maybe not the entire the, the first time I've ever done this, but like I really just don't understand the positive um, the the positive reviews for this this film. Like I I, I kind of have to just like squash those opinions. I'm like I don't get it. Like I I've seen this is the second time I've watched this. Um, apparently there's multiple cuts of it. The first time I watched it, I remember heavily disliking it and um this was i I mean this goes without saying uh since this came out what 2013 2013 um writing five years after the original well the original ip man with uh, don yen these movies have absolutely no relations except the fact that they're related to the, the same character um and you're gonna you go into this movie just like me uh, with this presumption that it's going to be badass like the Donnie Yen version the Wilson Yip version um, and it's a really it's like a fatal mistake that you're going to be making if you're going to go into this film expecting something like that it is not like that at all it's more in lines with what you said before about Wong Kar Wai's like other films like In the Mood for Love uh, Chung King Express uh, 2048 like those kind of films which is more drama so this is more about the storytelling However, the storytelling's awful. <laughs> yeah. So, so what I wanted to say uh, to kind of disagree with you there, um, I don't mind a like a slower, romanticized version of Bitman. I think that's you know that could be a neat idea because you know the Donnie Yen version, you know that is the de facto uh, martial arts Ip Man film. You know they all mm-hmm. jumped on oh, yeah. the bandwagon after its success. Yeah. That's fine. And I don't, I don't mind this different take from, you know, a more artsy, indie-style director. But this movie is just so boring. <laughs> uh, like, across the board, uh, I love uh, Tony Leung. Like, he's the, you know, he plays it man in this movie. And I like, like, I don't, I don't think he was awake during this movie. He, he feels like he's kind of sleepwalking through this performance, which mm-hmm. is a shame because he does that, subtle male romantic lead very well in the other Wong Kar Wai movies like yeah. it kind of feels like he doesn't have a personality sometimes in those movies but he's a lot more subtle like in this one I don't know he's just just kind of you know sometimes smirking at the camera sometimes yeah. just expressionless which is a shame because I'm just I'm just surprised because I thought he was you know I, I like him as an actor but for here like he does he doesn't bring anything to it man for me yeah, for for sure, and honestly, that's why I said I opened this up by saying this movie really shouldn't be called the Grand Master. However, they want you want to translate this from the original Chinese title. Uh, the real title should have should be the Grand Masters, mm-hmm. which makes more sense because it's not about Ip Man, um, not really. Ip Man's in the movie, but it really becomes Zhang Ziyi's story of revenge. Um, yeah, and mm-hmm. and I I don't even want to say it's it's f- too focused on it. Like the movie has no real it, it feels like it has like attention deficit <laughs> uh sure yeah like they they want to focus on zhang yi's um uh a story arc or character arc from you know uh discovering you know like oh, what, like plotting the revenge and finally getting the revenge and then discovering that um you know like that 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 whole journey was completely not worth it by the end of it but the way that they tell this story is just all over the place and and it is slow i'll give you that but it's not slow as in like it's um 
it, it's wait, it's slow as in that it's building atmosphere in the wrong ways. It's it's holding these shots that I don't like. I think they're completely pointless. Yeah, like it and, it adds nothing to the story maybe or the characters. Like you just have like beautiful slow motion shots. Mm-hmm. It's like hey, let's yeah. get this beautiful slow motion thing and have dialogue go on top of it or just cut away to it when a character is talking and (laughs) maybe i'm not clever enough to realize the meaning behind it but i got nothing out of it you know yeah it's it's absolutely dreadful storytelling um yeah like it it goes for the action scenes too uh and and this is gonna be rough because uh when we talk about the action but you know like from a cursory first um first glance at it like if you're gonna know that this movie isn't gonna excel in terms of the action like you're here you're, you should be going to this movie hoping to get more of the drama more of the um the subtext however everything there is still subpar in my opinion mm-hmm. um it, it, it's not done in a in in uh it's not done cleverly like everything just feels a little clumsy and, and the final product does feel like just like a jumbled mess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I so and, so you mentioned that there are multiple cuts of this movie, and I'm not exactly sure which one we watch because I think there's like a Hong Kong cut and an yeah. international cut. I don't know what the differences are, but there is an American cut, which apparently like uh, Harvey Weinstein, you know, like edited to shit. And I after watching th- after watching this, the longer version, I almost feel like I would want to watch the shorter one, which just kind of gets rid of all the nonsense that maybe you mm-hmm. and I were just kind of getting bored with. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's actually the, po- the point I was trying to make before. I-, I watched it a long time ago, pretty much when it came out. And this is going back to the point I was trying to make. Um, uh, when I watched it originally, I don't know what version I watched. I probably watched the American version, uh, which again, cut out, I think like 30, like 30 minutes of just everything and made it more chronological so it's um it goes from beginning to end mm-hmm. um when you watch this movie you're gonna notice like maybe two-thirds of the way in that it jumps back 10 years all of a sudden and you wouldn't know that <laughs> unless you paid attention to that one uh, title card that appears on screen and i personally think that just that was a terrible decision uh, in terms of the um in terms of the filmmaking or, or in terms of the editing because it, it kind of makes the ending itself feel kind of pointless, but we can go into that if, if we get to it. Um, so there's, yeah, there's the, the, the cut that we, we watched just now and we're talking about today is the Chinese cut, which is two hours and 10 minutes. Now the original edit was, well, edit, well, like they have up to four hours of footage for this movie. <laughs> and people are actually opining saying that like, oh, I want to see that version. Almost like, Release the the Snyder cut. Release the Wong Kar Wai cut. cut. <laughs> I want to see all four hours of uh, rainwater in slow mo. I mean, if he split it up into two movies, and I don't know, like he cleaned up the you know cleaned up the pacing. Um, maybe there was fights missing that he adds back in. You know, like it could be more entertaining. But uh, from what we got, like I just I don't want to see any more of this movie. <laughs> Right. Again, I don't know what version I watched originally, and uh, I I didn't like it that time. Thinking, but now I've watched it a second time, and we're doing this again. I I thought I could be more forgiving, but no, I I dislike it just as much as I did back then. And 
if it is a different version, I, I just realized, I, I think I'm just going to draw the conclusion that I am not meant to like this movie. But, but I, I will, I will be a little bit lenient in saying that I personally am not into movies that are more like style over substance. There is absolutely, they almost not absolutely, but there's very little substance to this movie. It's a whole lot of style. And yeah, that, that's me being kind of, you know, like lenient, but also kind of brutal, mm -hmm. <laughs> my opinion on this film. But anyways, <laughs> uh, the Grandmaster. I don't know how to continue from that point on without being so goddamn harsh on it. Right. Uh, zero. I, I don't know. Take it. Take it from here. Like, what? 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 What else could you add to this? Uh, so I guess one thing we could point out too is uh, the main actor Tony Leung, who's playing um, Ip Man. I. I don't believe he's a martial artist at all. Like, no, he's just normal, normal guy, normal actor. Um, but apparently he did train, you know, to get in the role. And, you know, you could see him performing some of the moves when he has to be in, in frame and in shot. Uh, and he does a decent job with it. You know, I'm always more forgiving when you don't have uh, a martial artist playing uh, these types of roles or being in fight sequences. Um and then they utilize the stuntmen whenever they can. You know, they have to get behind back or they have to obscure his face. Like, he's wearing, in the opening fight, he's wearing the hat. So, like, I, I can be forgiving on that aspect. You know, like, it's a shame that the director works with this guy a lot and they casted him for this role when he's making an Ip Man movie. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like one of those things, like, that should just be, you know, like a red flag. Like, get a martial artist or... Make sure your guy is like really, really uh, up to snuff if you're going to have right. him play this kind of role. Well, I was listening to an interview by uh, Wong Gawai um, himself, and he said that he deliberately wanted to cast Tony Leung, not only because, I mean, like he is Tony Leung is to Wong Gawai as Johnny Depp is to Tim Burton. Right. You yeah. know, like he, he needs him in like every movie Pretty of much. his. Um, but, you know, like he actually wanted someone who. What like we wanted Tony Leung because like yes he is he was in his late forties at the time um he so he had the physique to or physique and appearance to uh, uh, evoke like um like um, wisdom and age uh, so like that was something that he wanted from this too and you know like Tony Leung's a great actor like I, I'm not gonna take that away from him um, although you're right he does seem like he's sleeping through the role uh, but I think that's more of like uh, um, a character choice they wanted. Ip Man to be a little bit more stoic. So, based on what you're saying, I, I like that. I like that idea. You get um, a man who is actually of age to play Ip Man at the time. You know, he's not going to be so fast. He's not going to be so nimble. He's You're going for that more stoic, uh, strong kind of take on him. But the problem <laughs> with this movie is he's doing these fantastical things. He's, you know, running through the rain. He's, like, kicking guys down in the face. He is crushing uh fucking what do you call him the he's crushing a rickshaw with his foot <laughs> as another guy on the opposite end is also kicking it no yeah. no like that you're just throwing everything that you did to cast this older guy out the window now mm -hmm. you know now yeah. you can't uh, suspend our disbelief anymore well uh in the same vein that crouching tiger uh they casted um what's his face chow yun fat uh, for that role, because uh, he in that well, it works in, to to the advantage of that movie because Chow Yun Fat actually barely does any martial arts, but that's perfect be, yeah. uh, because like uh, the fact that he barely does any 
shows you how skillful he is. Like, he does less, so you can indicate that he's a talented martial artist as a result of that. In this movie, you see Tony Leung fight just enough um, that you can see his skill, but then it, it but then at the same time, they show you how, uh, you know, like not a martial art, how much of a non-martial artist he is uh, by showing so much, you know, like by the quantity of fight scenes that we have of him. So I don't know. I like, I, I'm somewhere in between when it comes to this. Like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's a pro and a con. Like, of course, like I'm still, I actually am not against Tony Leon playing this role. I, because I'm watching the, the featurettes, watching the behind the scenes. It seems like Tony is hitting his marks. And my problem actually comes from everything around him, not just him as the performer. I think that he actually, uh, you can see that he has the, the skill he's been practicing. He, you know, he really tried to hone his craft when it comes to the choreography. But the editing and the camera work is just a fucking nightmare. Oh, God, yeah. So uh, <laughs> upon rewatching the fights, you'll notice that they break the uh, 180 degree rule uh, a couple times. And mm -hmm. um, for those of you who don't know, like if you have character standing on like the right side of the screen, you know, you yep. generally keep them there. So it's easy for your eyes to, to track them, you know, mm -hmm. but when you have fight scenes where you have these close up shots, chest high, and the character is on one side of the screen. And then in the next shot, suddenly they're on the other side of the screen then moving back over to the right-hand side of the screen, it's very visually uh, confusing. Yeah, it's very disorienting. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, this first fight scene that we, we were, we're, I guess we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. oh, mind you, this this movie was the action choreographer was Yun Wu Ping. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Which you can kind of see. You can see the the Yun Wu Pingisms in some of the wire work in the movie, and mm -hmm. you know, like it, it is more fanciful, a lot more. I w I almost want to call this movie like a wuxia film at times. It feels because, extremely wuxia, and yeah. uh, I I wish with the casting of uh, an older Ip Man, they didn't do that because yeah. I would have liked something a little slower, more grounded. But eh, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, and again, wuxia is always a personal opinion, uh, personal preference thing, and it always has to fit the movie that you're, you know, putting in the context. And you can't use wuxia in every film. Yeah. And here, I, I, I don't know. Like, I guess it kind, it could work, especially if you go do an artsy martial arts movie. You might as well throw in some wuxia in there and move, do more, uh, you know, fanciful, impossible, like acrobatics and stuff. However, the problem with that. Is that this is ground? This is supposed to be based on a real person, <laughs> the Bruce Lee's teacher. I don't know. Like it, it, it takes me out of like the, the, the reality of things. I don't know. It makes it you know like it works more in more period piece movies, uh, or like like you know back in whatever dynasty uh, those kind of films. Here it kind of I don't know. It, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway. when, when people think of wuxia, they think of like you know like old old china you know like Qing dynasty yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. like this is what in this i don't know what era, uh era this is this is the 1930s 40s yes yeah, it's still it's just 1900s you know you don't got fly yeah. guys flying around on the wires it there's a disconnect there so yeah vi like visually like yes movies have done it in the past but i guess mm -hmm. like it, it just yeah personally it, it just doesn't fit uh the tone of the movie yeah. and the style right right i um so I was going to say, like, I don't mind 
some of the stylistic things that uh, they're doing with these fights, uh, especially this one. Like, um, so I, I guess what really stands out a lot in people's minds is, is at least visually, uh, is people remember like, oh, the Grandmaster. That's like the one where they fight in the rain. Like, I, I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like if if anything, the movie succeeds. It's like yes, it created an extremely strong visual. You have uh, you have Ip Man. He's uh, he's got that uh, white hat, that white brim hat. You get the rain, like you know, kind of going over the uh, the brim, and he's just fighting the guys in the rain. Uh, I guess like if you you know if you're a fan of action movies, like you're gonna think of like Matrix uh, Revolutions, like yeah, because I, I, I kept on that. I kept on flashing to that, and I and I, I think it's a strong visual. You know, guys fighting in heavy rain. Uh, you know, the water is kind of uh, high enough so that there's splashes all around. It's it's an extremely strong visual, and I I give it that. I think the problem with this this early fight though is just it's uh, just the cinematography. It's just kind of a mess, and how it's edited together. Like basically what you said. Like there's so many things happening really fast. It's hard to get your bearings on where he is. Like it it doesn't feel like the uh, what we got in the movie is how the fight unfolded chronologically. Okay, yeah, that's true. Um, I, you know, you're you're right. I, I do appreciate this first fight for the set piece because, yeah, it is very visually striking. It, it's probably the the move. Well, it helps that it's the first fight in the movie, so like it's the first thing you see when the movie starts. Um, so like it stands out in your head. However, I actually think it's the worst fight in the movie. <laughs> It's easily the worst. It is hmm. so dis- I, it is so jarring. I might disagree with you there. I think for me the last fight might be the worst one. Okay, yeah. but I mean like do, would you agree but do you think this move this fight scene's good? No, I do not. Um so <laughs> okay, so uh, th- I'm trying to be like a little more forgiving with this. So okay, when okay. he when I, when, yeah. when he first fights all the bad guys, mm-hmm. it is kind of a visual mess. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that because it's a frantic fight, the style of editing and the style of camera work kind of lends itself to that, where you're just a man in the middle and you're just trying to fight your way out. You know, sure, sure that you know that works, I guess theoretically, but the final product doesn't personally work for me. So I'll I'll okay. I'll, I'll give it that. It, the fight right. does get a little better once it moves on to um, some guy jumping out of a second store. Kung Lee. Yep. A second store uh, building, and then facing him um, on on his own. So it, it, it then becomes like yeah. a one on one, and yeah. uh, it gets a little cleaner there. You know, you can see the moves a little better. Um, I think the problem is it's just it's not doing anything interesting. You know, we get mm-hmm. choreography, choreography, slow motion, rain. You know, slow motion mm-hmm. kicks going through the water. <laughs> Once again, right. looks cool, but uh, if you're like us and you're looking for some interesting choreography, it's not, you know, it's nothing new. It's it's not really adding anything that we haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah well, I, I agree with you. Ninety five, no, ninety nine point eight percent. The only that two point two percent is that it's not fighting, fighting slow mo. It's fighting slow mo, fighting slow mo. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, it's so much slow mo. The, but these close ups are it, it. It doesn't feel like a good ratio between the actual fighting versus like these these incredible close ups of things that almost uh, yeah like sure they make sense in the context of the, the fight, but like they they just kind of throw me out of the fight. 
um, if if you follow my drift, <laughs> it's like yeah, sure, Kung Lee, the the real martial artist Kung Lee, uh, the MMA fighter, um, is in this fight scene and he throws like a couple kicks towards uh, towards um, uh, Tony Leung. Let's let's just say three kicks, three kicks in the air. Right? How long does it take? Three kicks in the air, like a, a second, right? But there's a slow mo in between each kick, and each slow mo shot is like four seconds long. So it takes twelve seconds to deliver three kicks. Well, you're, you're, I think you're greatly exaggerating. Like I don't think I remember seeing a four second long. I'm just slow-mo. I'm just saying like every every exchange in this in this in this fight scene and, and throughout the whole movie, um, but this fight scene particularly, every exchange can be interrupted with some. Like with slow mo, basically B roll. Well, like like yeah, like it's slow mo, but then like, it just takes you out of the 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 pacing of the fight scene. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like after a certain point, I get so fed up with the fight scenes, I just kind of want all the fight scenes to not exist and just let it to be a drama. I've <laughs> I've said this a few times on a few movies, but yeah, sometimes I feel like I think I would have preferred this if this was a drama without the martial arts. Yeah, yeah, and that's okay to say that as a even as a martial arts podcast. Yeah. Although the even the drama in this movie is kind of <laughs> Cause, meandering So you too. know what I was hoping for going into this? Because, uh-huh. you know, we're very, very familiar with the Donnie Yen Ip Man movie. You know, classic. Of course. Um, uh-huh. And I've actually never watched any of those other Ip Man knockoff movies. And so mm-hmm. when I found out that uh, Wong Kar Wai made his own Ip Man film, I was like, wow, interesting. You know, he's a very uh, celebrated um, artistic independent director. He probably has a very unique take on this character. Nope. <laughs> At least not not for me. Nothing nothing about this was like interesting for me. Like I I yeah. don't understand what happened. Maybe he's maybe he's losing steam as he's getting older. That happens with uh, a lot of maybe. directors. Yeah. Or maybe this just this just wasn't a project that he was meant to to helm. And well, okay, uh, and yeah, you, it's interesting you said before about like the Ip Man knockoffs because um, if what Wong Kar Wai said is true, this was supposed to be the original Ip Man movie. This was supposed to predate the um, the two thousand eight Ip Man movie with uh, Don Yen. However, Wilson Yip secured the rights for the title Ip Man, and he got to production way before uh, Wong Kar Wai did. Wong Kar Wai had this supposedly. Oh, I think uh, he had the script written ten years prior to the the uh, release of the film. So, I mean, if that's true, then this was supposed to be the original Ip Man, and I'm glad this didn't come out first because it would have it wouldn't have spawned. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. It, it wouldn't have been the um, uh, you know, like the the first thing. It, it, regardless, it wouldn't be the first thing you think of when you think Ip Man. Right. Well, I mean, it wouldn't matter because I I think you know the Donnie Yen film is absolutely superior so like oh, yeah. even if even if it didn't come out first i think it would have been like oh my god okay this this is it man yeah for sure for sure um yeah i, I was wondering before we start the podcast if we should do it go back to reintroduce drinking rules just for this one episode because <laughs> it is is real it is kind of fair but unfair to compare this to the donnie n version mm-hmm. um so I'm going to try to keep that to a minimum, although no promises. Yeah. I mean, you, you, uh, you can't help it, you know, like uh, that that yeah. one is just so much more memorable and it, uh, character wise and also uh, martial arts wise. It's just. Yeah. 
right? Like the drama was there, you know, like because uh, I'm reading all these reviews uh, for this film, like the positive ones, and again, these are ones I'm gonna try to. I'm actually complete disagreement with it. Um, you know, like in terms of storytelling and drama and editing, a- action, everything is just done so much better in the in Donnie Yen version. But I will say, this is not the worst Ip Man movie. Because <laughs> I've seen a lot of Ip, those Ip Man uh, exploitation films that came out in, in the, as a result of the Donnie Yen version. Uh, and they're way worse. But we'll, we'll cover them one day. Um, back to the fight scene. Uh, one, thing, one last thing I want to cover uh, for the fight scene. I do, uh, even though I really dislike it, I... I got to give them props for the amount of effort that went into it because this you're right. The, st- the set piece is fantastic. And Tony Leung, like apparently got hospitalized for this fight scene. Really? Cause like, yeah, they they shot this for a month. Wow. I'm listening to this. Um, the, I'm listening to the interviews uh, in Chinese and uh, Tony Leung was saying like, they wanted to get this fight scene down. Like, they really wanted to nail it. I feel so bad for just, like, I spent the last 10 minutes just making fun of this fucking fight scene. And, but this guy got hospitalized for it. And it's, it sucks. This fight scene sucks. I mean, that's, um, not, his, you know, that's not his fault at all. It's just uh, how, <laughs> how it all comes together. Um, I, I, you know, it's weird. Like, uh, I'm sure if I was to watch the making of, which I didn't get a chance to, you know, there would be those shots of the fight scene unfolding behind the cameras, you know, like where we could see wides. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure, you know, I'm sure there was probably long takes of choreography where they had to do it. And I probably, as usual, I probably would have refer- preferred that over what we got in this. Right, right. Yeah, having that context makes me appreciate it. But yeah, the, the end product is not so great. Uh, Tony Leung, like, practiced and practiced for this fight scene. And he, again, like, he had to in the end train uh, go toe to toe with Kung Lee, the, the, you know, an actual MMA fighter. Um, and you know, like, because they were training in the rain all the time, Kung Lee, uh, not Kung Lee, <laughs> Tony Leung, um, uh, you know, he was just constantly soaking wet and he was like, he was like overtraining and he, you know, like, uh, the director would not let him stop. So, you know, he just, you know, ended up getting really sick and you know, ended up in the hospital. So all that dedication, I can see that in watching the making of the small snippets of it, but I just like watching the fight. It just, it's just a visual mess <laughs> and it just makes, it just makes everything feel like it, it was just a, a waste of effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. You, and you, and you're in terms of the minutia of what actually goes on in the fight. Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot of cutting going on, you know, like you see, you see a kick, but then you, you have to like, it, it takes like half a second to recognize that, oh, that was delivered by Ip Man. Oh, there was a punch that was uh, thrown uh, towards a, a random stranger, you know, because of this cut was too quick and you couldn't see where this person was in relation to Ip Man. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's like small moments that here and there that actually feel like, you know, uh, like a really cool application of Wing Chun, you know, like these like really fast punches and such, but then it's immediately cut with, fucking water falling off the brim of his hat like i don't care about that shit and then like somebody taking a step and the steps explodes into water and we have to see it all in slow motion it's like ah stop it don't fucking care essentially and yeah you're right like when kung lee throws a sidekick and ip man throws a sidekick 
and they pincer a rickshaw and smash in, in, in half or not half. They crush it. That that's that's where I'm like, what what happened? <laughs> what happened with this fucking fight scene? It, it's like we're not even three minutes into the film. I mean, you know, it's weird. Like at that moment when they literally crush the, the rickshaw with their sidekicks, you would think like, okay, they're setting the tone. You know, they're gonna they're gonna be crushing rickshaws all over the yeah. movie. <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, yeah. I don't know. You know after this, uh, we, we get we get a series of fights. Are, are we done talking about this first fight scene? Because yeah, I can yeah, actually we, talk yeah, about this yeah, first we, fight. We, we can move on. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> um, the next series of fight scenes do kind of improve on this one. Uh, well, we have we have other people who are actually uh, we, we could mention that are in this film that also make an appearance in the Ip Man series. So uh, we mentioned Yoon Wo Ping before who you know went on who graduated from this movie and ended up doing the action choreography for Ip Man 3 and 4 um but we also have Max Zhang Max Zhang's in this film as well yep um playing a what Ma Shang Ma San no um (laughs) yeah well he plays uh some character who ends up killing Zhang Yi's father uh we have an entire fight sequence uh you know like what maybe five minutes after this fight the, the first one where he takes on a bunch of students. Um, oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, and we actually do see us a, a small demonstration of what Max can do. Um, however, this movie is edited to shit. <laughs> it is edited to shit. And it kind of takes away a lot of the impact of what he's actually doing. I don't know if you agree, Zero. Um, I didn't mind so much the editing in this uh, particular small fight uh i i will echo what i said earlier though uh, i do not like that the cinematographer was just so close with the camera mm-hmm. um for me the editing you know it, it's fine uh but just having that camera so close when you're trying to get a sense of you know the the characters like where are they okay he's fighting these people now mm-hmm. um so yeah I'm, I'm probably gonna say that a lot with with uh, most of these fights sure. but um the opening of the fight is kind of funny because it's it's one of those impractical moves that doesn't work, but it's like in so many old school martial arts films. Max Zhang throws like uh, a punch with a right hand, a punch with a left hand, and then a kick with his back leg all at the same time. He 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 forms like a Y, and he <laughs> and he you know he knocks out the three opponents that he you know hits simultaneously. Oh, no. But that's where he missed. I think it was four opponents that were approaching him. But somehow that those three limbs ended up knocking four people. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. But yeah, you're right. It's an old martial arts trope. I get it. You're like you I, just you just have to have it. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was so funny. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> uh, well, Max Max being an actual martial artist, you do actually see um, these uh, small hints of subtlety when it comes to the editing. And what I mean by subtlety is they don't feel like editing the shit out of it um, because you actually do see um, sh- like longer take takes with him in it. Yeah. You know, um, you see the, um, to, to the movie's credit, they do uh, hold more wides for, for these particular sequences, but they're, they're not long at all. There's like maybe what, like half, like a, a second or two. 
but you know they're they're long enough that you can actually see that Max is actually pulling them off. You can see his face. Yes. You can yes. see that he's he's blocking. He's posing. You know, like he's doing. He's hitting his marks perfectly. Um, but then you know it's interrupted with all these fucking cuts. Everyone. Like it's like that. It's a very short lived. You know. Um, you know, like a moment of badassery, and right. then it just goes away. Well, it's one of those things where sure, you know, like this is this is a very very small fight. This is to whet the appetite. This is, hey, look, this is our big bad. Look what he can do. He could, you know, he could throw out uh, three limbs and knock down four guys. Like, that's how yeah. powerful he is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it's completely fine. Yeah, like, he, he does some really good choreography here. Um, and then, you know, that's it. Then, you know, this just kind of puts you in the mindset, like, okay, that's who Tony Leung is probably going to fight at the end. And spoiler alert, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, you know, we we can we can jump a little ahead now because I, I actually do want to introduce the character who will uh, eventually fight him. Um, so I guess the next sequence. Well, we can't get there yet because now we have to show talk about the fights where um, Tony Leung is fighting the uh, uh, the other grandmasters. Yeah. So we yeah. have the first one, uh, a lady who uh, masters in Bakwa. Uh, Bakwa, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember my Cantonese. Bakwa uh, <laughs> uh, is more like, a, um, uh, as, as they say in the movie, you know, Bakwa is like grounded in trying to emulate swords and daggers. You know, so like your, your hands and your, your, your fingers kind of uh, emulate that. And you can kind of see that, see that in their movements, like kind of like the way that they move broadswords. Um, and you, you, you see that in like other martial arts films too. Like we have that fight sequence there. And then we have the second fight with the, um, uh, the Hanga, uh, master. And the reason why I'm lumping these two fight scenes, um, together is because they ultimately serve the same purpose of Tony Leung or Ip Man trying to, um, get the approval of the other grandmasters to represent the South. Because I guess we want to talk about the plot really quickly um uh tony Leo, oh ip man is supposed to represent the south uh so he can um unify the north and south of china uh in terms of martial arts mastery and such um or representation i mean so like before he can do that he has to take on these two masters and yeah like that that's these fight scenes these two fights are actually not too bad <laughs> These are pretty, in terms of the overall fights in the movie, these are pretty good, I would say. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're just, you know, they're short and sweet. They, they're uh, grounded. They're very grounded in reality. Again, uh, like I mentioned earlier, they, they kind of whet the appetite. You're like, oh, okay, like, this is starting to build up now. So <laughs> where we were chronologically watching this movie, I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, the fights seem to be getting a little better. The shorter, but it wasn't like that first fight. So mm-hmm. um, one of the things uh, to point out, uh, with this uh, first fight when he fights the the woman, uh, she's wearing heelless heels. I don't I don't know if you caught on to that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Like no. think think of a high heel. Yeah. Now just imagine removing that heel, and that's the type of shoe she's wearing as she's right. uh, fighting uh, Ip Man. And it was it was interesting. Like they were. It was like she was at a disadvantage, but she was still very graceful in her movements. They made sure to shoot. Um, Anytime she was kind of moving back or forth with her feet as she was twirling forward or back, um, I, I feel like just to emphasize um, just how well balanced she was uh, as a fighter. 
Mm, okay, that, that's that's interesting. I, I guess that's something that's uh, part of the visual subtext of the film. I mean, there's also the actual subtext in the film that's like uh, spoken in dialogue, and that okay, that's something that I actually do appreciate in the film is that a lot of the um, <clears throat> not expository, but a lot of the the dialogue in the film, like they'll talk about the philosophy of the martial art, and that's that's actually something I do appreciate in this film. You know, it, it makes it almost seem like poetry, and it, it's something that I can't take away from the, the movie. It, it, they talk about just like in the very beginning of the movie when um, I was about to say Donnie and Tony Leung was uh, mentioning like, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of sp- uh, style you have. You know, what matters is that there's only two kinds of movements. Like, and doesn't even, that doesn't even matter. What matters is what hits. You know, what what you know because the person who doesn't hit is going to be on the end up on the floor. I like that. You know, like a lot of the philosophy in this movie works, but again, <laughs> like the way that they like everything else doesn't really work around it. So it just kind of like fizzles out. You know, like you can't really, um, you know, like say all these things, and then somehow your end product is just kind of like goes against it. But for these two fight scenes, I actually like it because it is more grounded in reality, um, and and it kind of. It's different enough from every other fight in the movie. It, you can actually see the fighters doing their choreography. And I, like, I think this is way more impressive of what like, Tony Leong is capable of in terms of like, hitting his, his, his cue. Um, because like, we see longer takes of him like, hit, hitting his mark. Um, like, with these like, like, very complicated choreography for someone who is, isn't a martial artist. So like, I appreciate that. Uh, I, we don't need to see anything fanciful. Like we don't see him flying in the air, blocking like three kicks or throwing his own roundhouse, jumping roundhouse kick or anything like that. Right. <clears throat> I think what I liked about these fights too is um, he is more uh, reactionary to mm-hmm. these masters. I, you know, they're the ones who are kind of putting a lot of effort into throwing right. these like fanciful moves and like more complicated choreography from their end. And he's more on like the defensive, uh, you know, yeah. but he's doing it in like a, this very stoic uh, almost humble way so it's it, you know it's it's building his character and and i like that um it's just a shame that that first fight we got was so over exaggerated because now <laughs> now what they're doing here is actually conflicting with our first initial thoughts of it you know that's that's a good point that's actually a really good point because the first fight felt so like bombastic and like over the top and here it, it feels more subdued but like subdued is not a problem. In fact, I wish the movie just stayed this way. <laughs> I wish. I mean, yeah, I get it. Like they're they're not fighting to kill one another. This is just more like a, a test of skill. They're, yeah. they're just trying to determine like if he's really capable of it. He's not trying. He's not trying to kill him. But I wish more of the fights, in terms of the actual choreography, was more like this. Yeah. Because when it does go over the top. It it just it takes me out of the movie. It doesn't fit with the 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 tone of the film either. Um, but yeah, I I feel like I would have just edited out that first whole fight completely, or maybe just put it at the end because it's you right. know because it's the big kind of crazy one. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I totally forgot. There's there's a guy. No, no, there isn't a guy. It, it's it's the. There, there's the uh, the actual master, uh, Zhang Ziyi's character's um, father. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really a fight scene. They're, they're fighting over a loaf of bread. 
It's yeah, not a loaf of bread. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I know what you're saying. So, so just just to rewind a little bit, one of the things that I liked about uh, this this fight uh, mm-hmm. that we were previously talking about uh, when he's fighting the woman yep. is it ends on her doing this kind of sweeping movement with her arms, and it looks like she's trying to grab his nuts. Did it, you? It, yeah. So yeah, she that, was trying to do that, right? Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Ip Man even mentioned in the movie, he says like, oh. Seems like you, don't forget we're only practicing. And she's <laughs> yeah. Like, well, in ba- in Bakwa, like we we do anything we can to to win. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no man, that was the joke. But you know the delivery is so stoic, you might miss the joke. But you no, know, I, I don't know. Uh, but hey, <laughs> I want to jump to the 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 next fight with uh, the Hongka guy. Yes, yes. Guy. Actually, I I like this one a lot too. It's it's very mm-hmm. short and sweet and to the point. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so what I was saying before about the philosophy of everything, uh, this guy mentions, you know, like, oh, we we know 64 times types of techniques, and Wing Chun, you only know three. Yeah. So, like, how are you supposed to beat them? Obviously, Wing Chun ends up winning. You know, uh, you know it, it kind of proves the whole point. You know, like, you don't have to know everything. You mm-hmm. know, like, just like, just t- like going off of what Ip Man said earlier in the film, you go with what works, not, you know, you don't have to learn everything, you know. It's kind of like a waste of effort. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like that. You know, there's, there's like sprinkling of that, like that effective martial arts philosophy in here. Mm-hmm. And that's like the what works in this film. Um, and uh, just actually talking about the fight scene, you know, like, yes, there is uh, like usage of slow mode as there is with every fucking fight scene in this movie. I didn't mind um, it here, actually, though. I thought it was used effectively. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the second part. I said, I said I was going to say, like, it is it is used effectively. Mm-hmm. It's not distracting. Because the slow-mo actually feels like it's part of the fight scene. Worse versus the... I keep harping on the first fight scene. <laughs> it's like it's not like, oh, he threw a punch and now we're looking at blood on the floor. I'm like, I don't want to look at blood on the floor. Like, that's, <laughs> that's you're taking me out of the fight. Yeah, usually what you do is um, when you're going to have slow motion, it's because you want to see, like, a specific move. Like, you want to highlight mm-hmm. something and you're kind of... Right slowing down the tempo of the fight because you're going to ramp it back up like you know yeah. so it's fine to sprinkle in slow-mo every now and then unfortunately mm-hmm. the first fight it just it does it you know it sprinkles it on like fucking salt bay it's just all over the place <laughs> and here yeah, there's a great moment yeah. where um uh tony leung he does like um you know he he does a hit to the guy's throat mm-hmm. and then he does like that one inch punch yeah um, it, I didn't catch that the first time, but you know, mm. slow motion. Great. Because that, because that move set happens so fast. Yes. We need slow motion. So it works. Exactly. Out. Yeah. But like, yeah, the, these two fights were fantastic. And I don't know if you, you want to talk about the actual, um, uh, I don't know, show of a uh, test of skill between Tony Leung and the master, uh, it's father. It's not really a fight scene. It's more like. They're they're both holding on to different ends of a uh, I don't know. Uh, I thought it was like a, a cookie or something, like a yeah, wafer. Well, I know I know what that is in Chinese. I don't know what that is in English. It's a low pal bang. It's it's like a yeah. I guess you can call it like a cookie. Uh, there and they, he has to take it from him without breaking it, but also not hurting the master, but also have his eyes closed. Uh, and also, it, it, I guess, like, again, this this is more like a visual demonstration of the martial art um, without having to explain it expository. I'm not sure that's a word. <laughs> um, 
where you know uh, Tony Leung can sh has already shown that or man has shown that he's you know he can show his aggression and you know he has skill but he he's also demonstrating that Wing Chun has like this soft style to it too so I like that you know like it, it was all uh, explained in the movie without actually um, you know like having to explain it you know verbally which you know was you know kind of nice um, but that I guess like story wise that leads to uh, well once the master admits defeat uh, to Ip Man Zhang Ziyi the daughter uh, is so ashamed and wants to fight for their honor that she challenges Ip Man to a fight yeah. and I kinda don't like this fight scene <laughs> So there, so so real quick, one thing I want to point out though with the last uh, fight, um, mm -hmm. I love that the one master he's throwing up like the Spider Man like web shooter flick <laughs> with his hands. Yeah. I don't know. I just it I, I've never seen that before in like a martial arts film. So the fact that he did it and I was like, oh, I want. I wish I had computer graphic skills because I would just like have CGI web shooting out every time he did that. All right, I'll teach you some After Effects. <laughs> we'll make that happen. Nice. <laughs> uh, all right, so the fight between Zhang Ziyi and uh, Tony Leung in uh, in the banquet hall or whatever. Um, the idea of this is that uh, Tony is not Tony Leung is not allowed to break anything in the room. If he does, then he can uh, can or either one of them it breaks anything that they have to, they have to admit defeat. So. Uh, given that this fight is kind of like a little bit more on the, you know, like fanciful side, mm -hmm. it's like a little bit more floaty because, you know, like every, you know, like, yeah, they're, they're trying to go all out, but at the same time, like, um, the way that they land, the way that they fly around the room, the way that they, you know, pose, um, has, they have to land in the superhero pose, you know, <laughs> you know, it, like they don't like, they don't hard crash or anything. So a, a lot of the movements have to use wire work. Um, and I, I, I don't know, again, like that's not the kind of movie I was expecting with this, you know, especially since the first fight scene felt more and well, all the previous fight scenes, you know, felt a little bit more, um, you know, um, grounded. So this one was, especially when they're fighting on the banisters of the staircase, uh, like they're, like they're landing in, in these, like these wuxia poses. I'm like, what the, how, how did we turn into this kind of movie? <laughs> well, I mean because of the first fight they kind of established that it's in this reality so i i give it a pass for that like i wasn't really surprised mm -hmm. um one of the things i thought that was interesting about this fight is uh zhang ji's uh i guess her fight style mm -hmm. i don't i don't know if they ever say it in the movie but um mm -hmm. if you notice she's always utilizing like uh spinning palm. oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. she's always uh doing like these back uh, backhand spins and um, or forward and just constantly twirling her body around. It's very, right. very, uh, very dance-like. It looks, it kind of looks like she's dancing a lot. And mm -hmm. um, that's, I, I kind of liked where they were going with this fight to an extent. Like, I noticed that she was constantly twirling and spinning in her fight choreography. And mm -hmm. then I started to notice that the camera would then do it as well like we get these overhead shots and then the camera is like spinning slowly above uh, above them as she herself is spinning too and then we get some really interesting um 
camera movement as she is spinning like across the screen and the camera is going from one side to another. And it all looks like a dance. So I, I kind of liked it in that aspect. Sure. Well, okay. I guess uh, if you're going to look at it that way, I get that could bring us to a point where, uh, you know, like this actually feeds into the story and the characters. Um, and I guess it does serve that purpose if we're, if we're really going to um, dive into that uh, element. So what ends up happening between these two is, you know, like uh, they kind of, we kind of established this quote unquote, un, like this love affair or like, not fair because actually nothing ever happens, right. but you know, like uh, there's like the, there's like feelings that eventually develop. I personally think that it's kind of a mess, but we can talk about that in a yeah, second. Yeah, it's like but an unspoken chemistry between them. Unspoken, it, yes. it yeah. visually happens, and they use slow motion to kind of make it apparent as they're yeah. passing through the air at each other, like you know, nose tip to nose tip, just out of reach. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that was that was kind of just awkward yeah and and you know uh, what like yes visually they're making it very very obvious what's going on here like i i don't care because what ends up happening is we don't really care about these characters so we're not invested oh. in their love story that's you know yeah. supposedly happening yeah we, we we can talk about that in a second like in greater detail but it, like the point of this was that yeah, it is supposed to be feel more dance like because you know it, it kind of sets up that there's going to be some sort of tension in a sexual manner. Mm-hmm. So you know, like you know, in in terms of physicality, there's going to be some sort of um, you know uh, attraction between these two characters. So it makes sense that it's this fight scene would be more dance like. Um, but in terms of the action, I, I don't know. Um, it's it like yeah, there, there's just enough here that uh, that I can appreciate. Well, again, they, we sh- we see enough of these characters fighting in wides, um, you know. The, it, it it's, I don't know, and I I do like that. Like he, they kind of sub hold off on doing too much slow mo for this, and you know, anytime they can show com- some sort of restraint, I am more than happy with it. Uh, but it's, as soon as they get on the banisters, that's when the the fight scene loses me. Right? Yeah. It 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 delves into being extremely floaty because they're just kind of jumping back and forth. They start, they both start like falling at one point towards the staircase <laughs> and just flipping around and it's mm. all in slow motion. It's just, it, it's too silly. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't mind the wuxia stuff when you can, when you could still kind of believe it sometimes like Yoon Mo mm. Ping straddles that line for me a lot with his films where you kind of want to laugh at it sometimes, but if he does it cool enough, you're like, okay, you know, I, I'm I'm sold. Uh, here, you know, when you have two characters kind of dancing and floating through the air, it, you know, I, I unfortunately for me, I can't help but laugh at it. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I, well, we, again, we started this off like a little bit more, a little bit more grounded, but then like they're fighting on the railings, like they're standing on the railings, they're they're like flipping around it, and this final move that she delivers but then ends up fucking herself over and then he ends up saving her but then he ends up like ruining himself i don't know like a lot of that felt a little bit too like contrived and i don't know it it felt too um it felt like an art student saying like look at me look how artsy i am like that's how it felt like when i watched this it felt like the director was just screaming to me like look how artsy this is like this is so this is so uh, on the nose that I, I just could not help but feel like this is just 
not at all what I wanted to see in this. Um, but it's fine. It's still not as bad as the first fight. <laughs> it's like, I feel like we're gonna, we set we're gonna the keep standards on, yeah, so we're gonna low. Keep on going back to that one. I, well, I'm definitely am because I, I personally just detest that fight scene, and it, it's the one fight scene that everyone has like fond memories of. But whatever. Uh, so after this, there's a lot of story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's not until like the hour mark where we get another yeah. fight, and it's and it's not even like a really really big fight. It's kind of more along the lines of what you're saying. It's where he's kind of talking philosophy while uh, he's uh, you know battling some some goons. So he's, I, I believe he's in Hong Kong now, and he's just yep. trying to get a school going. I kind of yep. checked out in terms of the story, so you'll have to, I, you'll, I can fill you you'll in. have to help me out. But you, um, you know what, you know what scene I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, just leading up to that point, um, uh, uh, we don't, it, we don't. Kinda, I don't think we need, you should fill in anything. <laughs> well, well, okay, fine. I'll, 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 what I will say is that it's boring <laughs> like what what works in the the donnie n version oh god I keep doing that but like what works in the donnie n version is like they they don't just glance over it like here they kind of glance over it but they don't glance over uh, what? um the events that happen around Ip man mm. it's this is this is a problem with the movie a huge problem with the movie and i know we're we're talking about the fights but it, it becomes a major issue when it comes to, comes to the action because now there's so little action and it becomes all about the story and the characters that they fuck up the storytelling so badly uh, that I don't care what's happening. And that's why you and I were so bored when watching this film. So what I mean, what, what I'm trying to say is, uh, like, uh, major events will happen. Like Ip Man loses two daughters. World War II is happening. The Japanese are invading. None of that matters. All that information is uh, relayed to you through these uh, title cards. And you don't see Ip Man in any of those scenes. It's all just explained to you. And then immediately as soon as those title cards are over, you're, you're watching a scene with Zhang Ziyi, uh, you know, like uh, trying to get revenge on, or like learning the, that her father died and now she's trying to plot her revenge. And actually this stops becoming an Ip Man movie at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's he's barely in the movie. What what the fuck? <laughs> it it's just all over the place. This movie uh, like drops like it introduces certain uh, story points and then completely drops it and then talks about another character. And we get introduced to this one character. I want to talk about him really quickly sure. because uh, I know that we have his fight scene a little later in the movie. But this character's name is Razor. Yep, the Razor. And. He is so useless in this movie. <laughs> He's yeah. He for me, he might be my favorite fight, and <laughs> his character adds completely nothing to this. Like we could have, we could have edited him out. I'm sure that's what they did for the American version. They're like, wait, oh, they did. Yeah. What What does he have to do with this? Ah, just get rid of him. Yeah. We have a scene where uh, Zhang Ziyi, uh, I guess, hides him on the train for some reason. Yep. And then mm-hmm. we see him fighting guys in the rain, similar to Ipman. But I don't, I don't know what that was all about. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> no, no, no. He somehow establishes himself in Hong Kong as well. But then I think that's it. I think we never hear from him again. 
and it's, we, we can talk about all this out of context because uh, the storytelling is so all, all the place it doesn't even matter right um he has his own fight sequence. We can talk about that uh, as well. But like his last fight, his last appearance in the movie, he, um, he, yeah, you, you, like you said, he establishes a school in Hong Kong, and he does so by uh, attacking a guy in the chest with an elbow. He elbow strikes him up, and that elbow strike is so powerful it sends the guy flying across the room and smashing against the pillar. And the pillar just breaks in half. Yeah, mind you, like it's like made out of like concrete. <laughs> so I'm like, what kind of elbow is? That? It's a Yunmo Ping elbow. That's what it is. Yes, a Yunmo Ping elbow. Um, oh yeah, but he, uh, we, 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 you know, like, look, we'll, we'll we'll stay in sequence uh, in, in chronological order of the the appearance in this movie. Uh, he has his own fight scene. We'll talk about it a little later. Um, yes, you're right. Uh, Don Donian, Tony Leung. Uh, takes on a bunch of people uh, in Hong Kong you know, when he's trying to establish his martial arts school. Almost similar to uh, what happens in Ip Man 2, if you think about it. Especially right, as- right. He's trying to make a name for himself, so he's like visiting the schools and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, we- <clears throat> this, this one scene probably encompasses half of Ip Man 2 as, as a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. Uh, well, this fight it shows um, you know, like Tony Leung. Uh, you know, he, he's like, "Well, I, I can beat you all with like eight kicks," and he ends up doing that. It, yeah, it's it's I guess it's it's kind of stylistically you know like uh, interesting because it's like very um, like to the point, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of the, um, it's one of those things where it's uh, mostly in slow motion ish. It's uh, Tony Leung kicking somebody, then you get the reaction shot, <clears throat> or you get the shot of them flying into furniture. You know, uh, very, yeah. very Yun Mo Ping. It, it's it's very short. It's fine. Like, um, you know, it it's not a long fight at all. It's it's establishing more of like we mentioned earlier the philosophy, and I kind of wish they went into that some more because he's like, oh, I only have these. Um, you know these number of kicks but i still managed to defeat you and i wish we could get more discussions on that but it's more like hey let me kick you through this glass door and now (laughs) now i'm established in hong kong now you must all i don't know train under me right right well no it makes him almost sound like a bully uh hey guess what that almost has nothing to do with what else happens in the movie (laughs) Because it kind of doesn't. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, he goes. You know what it is? It, the movie is following probably just his somewhat historical accuracies where it man was in his life. You know, he goes to Hong Kong. So okay, now we're in Hong Kong. Right, but it feels like you're reading a te- you're watching a textbook unfold. You know, like he, like just it, yeah. Do you see these sequences? These 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 um not sequences, but like you see these events happen, but in terms of like the grand scheme of the overall story, it just feels like it, it, like, what was the point of that, that scene at all? Like, what was the point of that fight scene? It doesn't add anything to it. It's like, yeah, sure. It establishes he, he has a school now, right? But like, you didn't need to have this fight sequence to, to do so. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where like, it's a, it's a milestone in, in his life. He goes to Hong Kong and establishes himself. If anything, this should have just been a title card. 
where yeah. where he where he does the voiceover and then i beat them up using my four you know my four leg techniques and uh yeah now i'm now they all train under me dude uh i can't i can't imagine this being a four-hour movie i'm, I'm telling you that right now i really can't like we're, we're barely even halfway through it but i mean that that's we're actually close to finishing talking about all the fight scenes yeah. though so, so the uh, next so the next fight actually is with the razor and uh it it mirrors uh the first fight which is also in the rain not as heavy not as uh you know high in terms of the the depth of the water they're all standing in and definitely not as much rain coming down but very similar stylistically and i i like this one a lot more because i i I don't know the uh actor's name but it's very clear I forget his name as well, but I'm sorry. It's very, very clear that he's performing Mm -hmm. a lot of the moves. And so we get much, much longer takes of him just beating up uh, all these guys around him. Uh, I believe they have like these short range um, swords. Like razors? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these daggerish kind of things. Um, Well, you know, uh, what stands out, uh, like what works in this fight versus the first fight is that there's barely any slow-mo in it. In fact, I don't think there's any. Like, like rewatching it right now, like I, I can't see any. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like it, it really is just him performing the movements. Um, it, yeah, there is some slow mo, but it's it's used so sparingly, it's, it's and it used, works. It's used in the where it, it's needed. You know, you yeah, uh, to, you know, to enhance those hits. One thing I really like about this fight, which which feels very odd, is he's using like mainly elbows. Yeah. And I, I don't think I've really seen that too often in uh, like uh, like kung fu type movies so much. Like mm. this isn't a Thai film. He's not hitting people on the top of right. the heads, uh, but like he's he's using elbows in a very in, in a way that I don't really see too often. He's he's just stand, he's not jump, he's not doing jumping elbows or anything like that. Like right. when I think right. of elbows, I think of Tony Jaa. Like he's just standing his ground and just throwing left and right elbows like not really utilizing too many punches mm-hmm. that's true that's very true uh i guess that that's another reason why this fight scene stands out so much because like uh you know in terms of choreography like it, it's it's very distinctive even if it like you didn't catch on to that like you know that he has like this trademark way of like taking down his opponents um yeah it, it, it's it's much better it's much better done than tony young uh fight and it's so weird to say that because this move, this fight scene has absolutely no purpose in the in the context of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It doesn't. It's, we, what is the point? Yeah, of this we, character? we mentioned it. Like I have no idea who this guy is, what he's doing. Uh, he's there because he serves some sort of historical purpose, maybe, or maybe he ran into Man at one point, or yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like I like his fight a lot. You know, like he's just running <laughs> through the rain, just beating the shit out of these guys and it's it's great it's, it's just it just adds nothing to the movie unfortunately yeah, yeah um well i get okay, this movie's kind of all over the place so this movie takes place in the 50s and and the 40s it will constantly jump back and forth between the two and why it chooses to do that i don't know because now we're on the actual flash fire of the movie mm-hmm is between Zhang Ziyi versus uh, uh, Max Zhang. And um, by the way, when this fight scene is over, you still have 30 minutes of the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll, we'll 
we'll talk more about that and our frustrations with with that fact in a little bit. But this final fight between these two, uh, well, first we have like a little short moment with the this guy with a monkey and and his fight with a machete. So um, I I really like this uh, this fight. It was so short, but this is something that I was kind of hoping the movie did more of. So basically, yeah, you got the guy who had the mon- who literally had a monkey standing on his shoulder like most of the movie. So mm-hmm. now uh, he, we have goons approaching him, and he finally unsheaths his sword. And you'll notice every time he swipes at one of the guys, he swipes at their jacket, and the cotton yep. flies out, this white cotton. And it flies out mm-hmm. like a visual representation of blood, you know, shooting right. out from wounds. And it's very, very unique. It's very distinctive. And mm-hmm. he's just doing this, uh, going through these guys, and they're just—they're not getting hurt, but it's—it's it's the visual implying that, hey, I got you. Like, look at this. Yeah. Right. And it's—it's right. it's so interesting to me and, and unique. Like, I wanted more of that, and I wanted more of the, this type of fight in the movie because, you know, like if you're doing an art style type of film, like mm-hmm. I, I would like uh, visually distinctive takes on choreography, like they did here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's just it's right. so it's so short. It's it, it's like over in a flash, and I was like, oh man, like that's well, it. Well, yeah, he he was like the hors d'oeuvres. Like the what what you really should be focused on is the actual two competitors, which is Mac, uh, Zhang and and Zhang Ziyi, and that that's where the the meat and potatoes are. <laughs> but uh, man, it it's actually kind of upsetting. See, like it, this is like um, a shit sandwich. Like the first fight is terrible. <laughs> And the last, last fight, fight is, terrible. is terrible. Yeah, it's like it just sandwiches it. Like everything in between is fine. The content's fine, but the loaves of bread are just like they're like spoiled or molding. Um, this last fight is so upsetting because uh, first of all, like we said before, it's thirty minutes before the ending. Like, what kind of martial arts movie ends with the f- the final fight thirty minutes before the ending? Uh, like, it's basically at the beginning of the third act. Yeah, yeah. Like usually, yeah. Usually, you end on the last fight. You go big, and um, yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy because we have Max Zhang and we have uh, Zhang Ziyi. Like we know they can do it. We know they're very yeah. capable. And what they decided to do with them is just, you know, it's forgettable. I don't want to say it's bad. It's just kind of forgettable. <clears throat> well, uh, well, my problem with it is the set. And the, um, the, it almost feels like set porn, <laughs> like the director, uh, well, well, yeah, yeah I'm just, I'll just say the director, the director was so obsessed with like, um, establishing where they are in this, in the space that they're fighting in, that they forget to focus on like, the characters in, in terms of like the, the fighting. So it's so, they're, they're, they're so focused on the snow, so focused on the train, so focused on the tension of hit, being hit by the train, mm-hmm. the not real train because it's made as CG. You know, like, there's like there's nothing about this fight that feels like there's as of any substance. It doesn't feel like these characters are in any danger at all. Well, they're like, supposed I, to be because now the train has started going and they're using that to try and hurt each other. You know, they're trying to push each other's faces into this ongoing train. I think right. I think what takes it out of it for me personally is the bad cgi because it's you know it's just so (laughs) obvious it kind of reminded me of the train in chocolate do you remember that 
when they're fighting on the roof. I love that movie, and, but I don't remember And there's, like, the CG train going by in the background. It's so... Oh, yeah? It's so distracting. I hate I hate CG in the background. Oh, we should talk about that one. Yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. Of I, I remember. Scenes. Because it, 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 it's, it sucks because your eyes know something is off about it, and it distracts mm-hmm. you from what's actually happening, a fight. Right. So uh, they should have just left that train stationary because, you know, it, it, that was a real train. <laughs> They're at a real train station. But Zero. once it starts, <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to say. Once it starts... You'll notice it doesn't end, <laughs> and that's the problem. One of the main, biggest reasons why I was so distracted by it. I was like, how long is this fucking train? Like, it's it's moving fast enough where you can't use the excuse that like, oh, they're fighting so fast that you know, like they 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 finished the fight before the the train completely the, departed the, the, the parts. <laughs> no. The train is moving really fast throughout this whole fight. So this must be like a, a, a 500 car train. It's, it's really long. It just does not end. Um, and yeah, like uh, and another problem with it, uh, especially with the CG being kind of unconvincing, is that, you know, they're, at certain parts of the fight scene, they're utilizing the, the train as some sort of weapon, uh, you know, like, or some sort of hazard, environmental hazard. For them, like they're like shoving each other's face like close to the train so they can get hit, uh, or like they're they're dangling each other on you know like near the you know the train as it's whizzing by. But you know because it's so unconvincing, I I, I just don't like I don't buy it. it takes me out of it. Um, but yeah, sure. Well, I can chalk that up to like the limitations of the budget. Although they probably shouldn't have utilized the train in terms of the fighting. Well, like I said, they um, should have just left it stationary. They didn't have to have yeah, the train yeah. move. They 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 had it in the shot. The train was not moving. They just decided to <laughs> ramp it up in the script. So yeah, should have just nixed right. that part out. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, like I mentioned, I complained about before was the snow. Um, like the, there's a lot, like enough footage of the like just. Uh, I, like uh, that them like uh, scratching or not scratching. They're like, uh, they're pushing each other against the snow. Like you see them touching the snow, and it's like I don't care about the snow. Just like like I want to see the fighters. Yeah, well, it, it's again, it's kind of like what they did in the first fight with the water. You know, we don't yeah. need these slow motion shots of the foot pushing the snow back. It's not creating a contrast to what they did earlier. We're just seeing more of the same but in a different yeah. environment now so it, it's a shame because the fight isn't doing anything new it's not mm-hmm. adding anything different again we're seeing uh zhang Ziyi's, like circular motion style of choreography yeah. which is kind of fun but they they're just not it's 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 just longer takes now of what she was doing earlier with tony leung when they were kind of doing their dance fight right uh to say here uh Max Zhang isn't really doing anything interesting either. He's just he's just constantly on the offensive, attacking right down the middle. Right, right. Well, okay, you say that as it, like yes, he is going on the offensive, but one thing that this fight scene is lacking is aggression. <laughs> I don't I'll, do you, do you get that? Do you get what I'm trying to say by by that? Like this is a this fight scene is the culmination of Zhang Ziyi's mission to avenge her father um, by killing the man or at least hurting the man who killed her her dad. Mm-hmm. But like once we get to this fight scene and it starts happening, like I just I just feel like there's no tension here. Uh, I I think I know what you mean. I I think the issue with 
I have here is with the choreography itself then. Because uh, Zhang Ziyi's uh, fighting style, she's uh, utilizing these open palms. Mm-hmm. And it comes across as very non-threatening, unfortunately. Right, right. You'll even, is, yeah. you'll even see it. She open palm slaps him, double slaps him like <laughs> underneath the chin. And that, you know, there's nothing threatening about that. You know, we see it in slow motion and we can see the hit, but we know that's not very mm-hmm. harmful for him. Yeah. So right, right. Uh, so we understand her motivation. She he killed her father, so she wants revenge. You would think that she would be utilizing uh, a harder martial arts uh, style at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, even even Max Zhang, I almost it, yeah, like you can see on his face, he has. It looks like he's trying to show us aggression, but like his movements and such uh, don't kind of like emulate that. They, they don't, I'm sorry, they don't they don't show that uh it, it's too like both characters are fighting in a way that feels more floaty but uh, i don't know like it feels like there's no motivation not that there's no motivation because like the movie kind of establishes it but it feels like the drive isn't doesn't match like the movements and the actions don't, don't. match the tone or like the motivations behind it. i don't know if i explained yeah, this no, correctly. I, I i agree with you like it, this should be a very very serious fight but i think the choice and choreography, you know, mm-hmm. the floatiness of it, the slow motion of it, takes away from what's actually supposed to be happening here. One person is trying to kill the other. Yeah, right. I don't know. I didn't care about this final fight. Like, I, yeah, like uh, obviously Zhang Ji wins the fight, and this really bizarre finishing blow with where yeah she does that um, double under palm um, technique towards the neck and, and he ends up smashing his head against the moving train and somehow he doesn't immediately die from impact. <laughs> like, how is he still alive? Um, and then, you know, she she walks out of that, like, you know, all stoically. By the way, she is nothing but stoic in this entire movie. Like, most of the characters, they're nothing but stoic in this movie. Yeah, I feel, I feel there's not really much personality to any of these characters. And yeah. it's a shame, like, you know, you, you want to like these people. We're spending so much time with them, but they're just these bland, uh, I don't know, these just bland wooden blocks just delivering lines of dialogue. That, that's it. it. That's why I don't care about this final fight, because it's just bland wooden block versus bland wooden block. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, like uh, I just, I'm just seeing movement. And I, the, the only thing that does more movement on the screen is the movement in the background because of that stupid train. <laughs> um, yeah, like, he, she defeats him, and then she walks away all stoically, and she goes home and dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Um, but no, she doesn't die right away. And this is what I was saying before. Like, so this fight apparently took place in the forties. Uh, and then she meets up with Ip Man in the fifties and then they're supposed to have a rematch. And she says, no, I gave up martial arts a long time ago after I avenged my father. I don't want to do martial arts ever again. So I win by default. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then she dies right after that and they're implying that the oh then someone narrates and says that the injuries from that fight in the 40s was like was so bad that killed her in the 50s i'm like it took 10 years yeah exactly i was like it took 10 years like like how do you how can you assume that it was from that fight like maybe she just has bad genetics they should have they should have had another stupid voiceover like 
uh, little did they know, little did she know that Max Zhang used his 10-year fist technique. <laughs> it wouldn't kill her then, but it would kill her in, you know, in due time. Imagine that you did that at the end of Kill Bill. Like, she, she did that on Bill, uh, Bill Carradine, uh, David Carradine. And then he was just like, all right, well, I got, I got some time. I'm just going <laughs> to sit here till then. Uh, man, and then the movie... Goes on to explain that Don, uh, Donia Ip Man became Bruce Lee's teacher when uh, you know before he died, but it's that's it's so clumsy. It's like at like, even the final title card they say you know like they say all those things that I just mentioned, but like again you forget like the last hour had nothing to do with Ip Man. I was really upset while we were watching this because we were getting to the like two hour mark Mm -hmm. or like the the one the one hour 50 mark and i kept thinking like all right well there's still time i was like we're gonna get (laughs) we're gonna get a fight we're gonna get like one more big fight and i think i said this to you and you're like no no this is it (laughs) i was was, like my heart just like sank to my stomach i was like oh come on this whole time (laughs) yeah um it's it's a it's a letdown. It's a letdown for sure. Uh, again, you, uh, okay. This, uh, you, okay, just to wrap up this uh, this train of thought. You know how I say in, in the past that like I think as much as I love the Ip Man movies, I think of those movies as drama films first before they're before they're martial arts movies. But that but that like first and second is like that that gap is like very minor. It's still very much a martial arts movie, but it's more of a drama in my opinion. Um, because like I I'm I'm so invested in the story I'm so invested in the characters like that, that's what I care about the most and that 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 is enough motivation to drive me into liking the action it, it, but the action's amazing so you know like it, it's it's just like it it works hand in hand mm-hmm. this movie <laughs> it is like it is first a drama a really bad drama and then like a fifth is is martial arts movie. But there's nothing between first place and fifth place. It's just like it, the, the gap is so wide. Uh, and it, it fails a lot on the martial arts front, in my opinion. It does, well, it does well in certain aspects, but not well enough that I can ever recommend it as a martial arts movie. Yeah. Um, and I really don't like the storytelling. But anyways, uh, I don't know if you agree with me there. No, no, I, I, I pretty much agree with you with that. Um, I, I don't... I'm curious if there's like a loss in translation that I'm just not getting because I'm not understanding maybe some of the subsects that's going on in the language. Maybe there's something there that is just more clever than I could understand. Maybe they're maybe they're making puns. Maybe they're doing no. play, playing plays on words that I'm not picking up on. I don't know. I I I don't because I'm just I'm just so confused because I. I've seen Wong Kar Wai's other films, and I, and I was just very happy with those other movies I saw from him. And then to to go from that to this is, it's just very confusing. Like what what happened? Yeah. You know, like, and uh, yeah, yes, those other films he did that I really liked. Those were different. You know, they're they're romance movies. There's there's something about the way that he makes uh those characters so interesting and likable and you like how the story unfolds 
mm-hmm. with this with this movie i i feel like they're just laying on the exposition they're just they're just giving you the information because this is just what's happening on screen and i like i didn't like anybody i i if this was my first if this was my first viewing of bitman as a character i would not have been interested in him at all oh yeah Right. Like the whole time, I unfortunately I kept on thinking of uh, Donnie Yen's Ip Man, and I was like, okay, I have something to compare it to. So that was partially keeping my interest. Right. right but right. yeah, based on this movie alone, though, like yeah, I would not have any interest in Ip Man at all. <laughs> this movie's biggest sin is that it's boring for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and like the motivations, I feel like they try to explain it. Uh, and they they try they try, but it just fails. Uh, and like yeah, yeah, like you mentioned in the mood for love, like that movie is like it's great because it, it's such a great like romance film, uh, and you completely understand like why what these two are struggling with. But in this film, um, like I, I I don't get it. Like like yeah, sure. Like they they say you know like she she was towards the end like she says that she's loved him since the day they met i did not get that sense at all yeah These characters were so wooden like, and anything and so anything that should have brought drama is glazed over completely oh his you know his his wife died you know voiceover title card world war ii oh you know title card yeah um there was only one moment in this movie where they tried to explain uh like their somewhat chemistry or relationship but it's directed in this really really awkward scene where they're sitting at a table uh having tea with each other i think and it it feels like the actors aren't even in the same room together oh yeah you're right yeah (laughs) like it looks like they're reacting it looks like they're acting off of nobody and they Mm -hmm. just spliced the scenes together yeah, yeah, you, I, I totally forgot about that scene. Like, I, I think I pointed it out. I was like, Zhang Yiyi's face is so pale. And like, it, well, like, her face is normally pale. But like, it was so pale and brightly lit. But his face, Tony Leung's face was so dark. And had there was like no light in the room. It was like, they were clearly not together. In right, well, room. the problem too is you never get a two shot of them. It's yeah. always just over the, you know, over the shoulder. And literally you never establish that the characters are on screen at the same time. So uh, from somebody who, you know, is familiar with some film filming techniques, I almost feel like they couldn't get the actors schedules to line up. So they, <laughs> they you know, they just filmed them uh, separately. Yeah. They didn't get the same lighting crew. Either. <laughs> yeah. And, and it feels like that. It feels like somebody is just delivering lines to nobody. And then they're just reacting to somebody reading the other person's lines to yeah. fill in. Right. Well, that's the behind the scenes thing. But then if, when you realize in the context of the movie, these two characters really only share like two scenes throughout the whole movie. In the very beginning of the, well, I mean, the, the third, the first third of the movie, and then the final, what? Well, I mean, I, I would say, uh, oh, well, and then that happens like 40 minutes afterwards, you know, like towards the, the two thirds mark, right before she takes on um, Max Yang. But then she dies after that. And then she, you know, like, Given that they've only met twice, at the end when she says, you know, confesses her love to him in a letter, I, I, like again, I, there's like a disconnect. Like, how can you love a dude you've only met twice? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Like, there's just so many. There's so many things in this movie. Feel like they're ex- 
over-explained but make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can go on and on about how much this film fails. But <laughs> in terms of the positive, I, I, I appreciate... I, it's more like I give this movie an A for effort. <laughs> but not really. It's like we both know that this movie fails. <laughs> it's like when you... you know You know what this movie is? It's like when somebody gets an F on a mm-hmm. test and you take the line and you form it from like the end of the F to the bottom so it forms an A. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a robot drawing an A, an a. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, that, that's, that, that's my general uh, idea of like, well, or my review of the movie. Um, I don't really, I don't like it. I, I don't think I'd say outright to not I wouldn't recommend it. I'd say maybe check it out if you if you're curious enough to compare it to the Donnie N version. Uh, it's very unfair to compare those two these two um, because they're so different. You have to go into them with the open mind and that's almost next to impossible now because you're gonna compare the two yeah and I personally think, it's it's impossible one to compare the two, but also it's impossible to think that this is superior in any ways to the Donnie N version. It that the Donnie N version makes this movie absolutely obsolete. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the more and more I, the, every time I watch this film, uh, I get more and more frustrated with it. So I'm I'm glad we got this out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't recommend, but like if you're asking me personally, if I would ever watch it again. And if you at all agree with my opinions on, on film, I do not recommend the movie. I don't like the fight scenes. <laughs> like, uh, like they're, they're not even interesting in the way that I would say, like, oh, just watch that one fight scene, you know, like, because it has good things in it. It's like, it, you could watch, you could totally skip this movie entirely and, and watch other movies that do it better. Um, and don't watch it. Like, even if you like the fight scenes, I would not recommend the movie uh, as a whole. Because it, it's just a fucking mess and it's a waste of time. <laughs> and this is the most harsh ever. I don't think I've ever been on any of our movies. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. There's zero. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty similar than uh, similar to what you said. Uh, I'm a little. I think I'm a little. Uh, I think I'm a little more forgiving. Uh, I <laughs> but I also do not recommend the movie. Uh, as uh, uh, after watching uh, Wong Kar Wai's other films, I am pretty disappointed in in this and those films are in similar length too but they kind of fly by because you're invested in those characters so i do not recommend this movie i recommend you check out uh, his other movies they're not uh i don't know if he does any other martial arts films i i I haven't watched all of his but um they're good romance movies and and even if you don't like romance they're still great films so i I recommend it on on that aspect in terms of the fights uh I'm a little more forgiving. I think you could watch the fight with the razor, even though that fight has nothing to do with this movie. Like I, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. Uh, his his choreography. We didn't really touch on it too much because overall it's just fine. But uh, I, I liked it enough. And then I kind of like when he fought the guy who was doing Spider Man hands. It's very very short, but it's, <laughs> but it's fun. Sure. Um, uh, but yeah, that that would be it. Yeah, don't recommend the film. Watch <laughs> Wong Kar Wai's other films. Uh, I think he's a, an accomplished filmmaker, and he oh yeah for sure he could have definitely done better than this. 
Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you there. Uh, you know, like nothing against the director, but uh, like you know, everyone has their stinker, <laughs> and I, per my opinion, this is it. I, I do not like this movie. Um, check out his other films, but I, as much as I don't like this film, it's not the worst Ip Man movie. Uh, if if you, man, this movie's really boring. But if you've ever seen, uh, Ip Man: The Final Fight, that movie makes no sense it's it well just like this movie it's also really boring just like this movie <laughs> <laughs> and uh it somehow is even worse than this um i think that's probably the worst Ip man movie hmm. oh no but then there's Ip man the legend is born i haven't uh, seen a lot that of movie. fucking there's a lot of Ip man movies they're, they're, a lot of them are bad just watch the donnie n version that's my <laughs> consensus you know what you know what probably upsets me the most the most uh -huh. about this take on Ip Man uh -huh. is I would probably watch Ip Man 2 over this. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> and, I, I would too. And, and I do not like <laughs> Ip Man 2. <laughs>